Welcome to IJ Notes, the premier podcast from IJNet, where we see how journalists tell stories. I'm Corey Matthews with the IJNet team. Today, we had the chance to catch up with data journalist Jacopo Ottaviani. He's a Pan-African ICFJ Knight Fellow who works as the Chief Data Officer at Code for Africa and helps newsrooms in Africa to create data desks and use data more efficiently. He also works on cross-border data journalism projects. Thank you so much for being here, Jacopo, and I'll let you say a little more about yourself. Welcome, everyone. Thanks for having me here. I'm Jacopo Taviani, and uh, I'm an Italian data journalist. I'm also an ICFJ Knight Fellow, and I work with Code for Africa as data editor. So to get started, what does the scene of data journalism look like on the continent of Africa? So Africa, the African continent is extremely interesting at the moment. Uh, it's an incredibly diverse continent. So what we say all the time is that Africa is not a country. Uh, it's an unbelievably interesting continent to work in because you know within the same country, you can have up to two or 300 languages. Media are becoming incrementally more digital, like everywhere else. And uh, journalists are super, super eager in learning new digital tools. So Code for Africa is trying to you know, create a long-lasting impact. That means that we are uh, against hit-and-run workshops. We don't like the idea of running a one-off event in one place and then run away and hope that change will, will happen. We try to create long-lasting change, and that means that rather than kind of running a workshop in a newsroom for a week, we try to create a data desk in that newsroom so that you know, um, after six months or one year of collaboration between Code for Africa and that newsroom, that newsroom will basically keep that data desk ongoing after our intervention. I can think of, for example, uh, our data desk at Guardian Nigeria that is focusing on gender topics. You know, there is a female data journalist working full-time with the Guardian Nigerian uh, digital editor and uh, they are looking for ways to expand that, that data desk. Or Manu Muananchi in, in Tanzania has also another data desk that was kind of um, generated by the kind of collaboration with Code for Africa and ICFJ. What are some recent data journalism projects that you've kicked off in Africa? In the last few years, we, we've created a number of data journalism initiatives all over the continent and beyond. And I think I can think of two recent initiatives that we have kick-started in, in Africa. Uh, one is about gender pay gap in Africa, and it's on a website called gendergap.africa. It's basically an interactive calculator that uses uh, World Economic Forum data to estimate the gender pay gap in African countries. And women can basically type in their data and estimate their gender pay gap according to the World Economic Forum data sets. Um, the second initiative I, I'd like to mention is infonile.org. Um, it's an online open data portal on uh, water security in East Africa in the Nile Basin region. What changes have made data stories a bit easier for regular people to understand? So I think uh, one of the objectives of data journalism is to uh, communicate data and science in an accessible way. And journalists who, who intend to practice data journalism should, should try to visualize the data in a way that can be understood by people who have no scientific background, for example, so from the ordinary readership. I think data can help 
explain uh, correctly complex issues as long as it's visualized in an accessible way meaning that uh, with the right use of colors and uh, measures and charts infographics and all these kind of visual devices including maps and other other data-driven visualizations readers can understand statistics more easily is data journalism more prevalent among young or older journalists in general i think it's a mix of the two categories uh, we have young journalists who are super eager to learn about you know digital tools to analyze data process data and visualize data and they might have the advantage of being more familiar with digital tools in general because most of the times they are like digital natives but we also have an interesting portion of experienced editors and journalists who are very aware about the importance of data and the importance of digital journalism who are very who are showing a lot of interest in in learning data journalism so i think it's a mix of the two we hear data and we think about numbers what about the importance of humanizing a story so I think that it's crucial not to visualize data and then publish a story like that without a human component because statistics can be very cold and the journalists don't want to become like, you know, uh, researchers who are just kind of accessing a, a very, very specialized audience, you know, of experts who know, who know already about that topic. So if you visualize some data, and you want to kind of empathize with your reader, then you need to include a human component and you need to humanize your data. And to do so, there are you know, many techniques, but the easiest one I can think of is basically interviewing a number of people who are kind of involved in that story, who are kind of part of the statistics you are, you're using in your story. So that you, you're basically translating a data point into a human story, and you need to carefully cho choose the right data point and uh, on the basis of the data point you choose or the human story you choose, the message of your data story will be kind of different. Talk about the role of collaboration in data-driven storytelling. So um, journalism is becoming incrementally um, teamwork most of the time. It involves teams of people. It's not more a, an individual kind of job uh, as it used to be perhaps you know, a few decades ago. Uh, because it's becoming so multidisciplinary, you need teams to, you know, handle all these different tasks. And so you need collaboration. And collaboration can be, you know, uh, within a team, uh, belonging to, you know, a journalism startup or a journalism newsroom or uh, another kind of journalism project. And then it can be also between newsrooms, between different projects, between the teams belonging to, you know, even different types of businesses. I can think of, you know, collaborations between design studios and uh, uh, newsrooms. Uh, or it could be, you know, a multi multinational, transnational investigation like the Panama Papers. In that case, you have a very large team of of journalists and uh, data analysts and uh, designers and coders joining forces from you know more than 50 countries in the world so that's a massive collaboration it's becoming increasingly uh, more crucial for journalists to, to get able and be able to you know to work together with other people thank you so much for being with us today Jacopo 
thanks so much for having me here and feel free to reach out at Jacopo Ottaviani on Twitter. I'm posting a lot of links about data journalism all the time and I'm happy to follow up. Thanks for listening. Tune in to our next episode to hear from another journalist as we dive behind the scenes and see how journalists tell stories. And remember, you can always find us on Twitter, Facebook, and the web at ajnet.org. Mm-hmm.